Something light for your Tuesday night. You like that rhyme? Dude, you should be... That was off the top of the dome piece. There you go. Let's go. Hey, we're very happy around here for yeah, a handful are. of different reasons. Aaron not being here. Just Ooh. kidding. That's not one of them. We miss Travis him. is back. It's been three weeks, three bro. Three weeks. Three straight podcasts. Your boy's not been here. How are you feeling? What's, the, what's the good word? The good word is... Uh, Started a job. Yeah, yeah, I got a new job. Days kind of got mixed up to where I couldn't be here. And then mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, my brother had a little bit of a medical incident, but he's doing 100% fine. Nice. Woo-hoo! There it is. And then three weeks ago, it was just a scheduling error on our part. Aaron's fault, but I'll take the heat on that one. Boom. Boom. There you go. Hopefully Anyways, he doesn't listen. He will, though. We did a lot of birthday shout-outs last week, and yes. uh, we missed an important one. Our famous producer, Chris, over here. At copy. And sign and steal. How do you do the and sign? Just copy and you guys it's like an the eight and with sign? a little. It's it's an eight with a little extra on it. So, so technically, it's called an ampersand. An oh, ampersand. Okay. Yeah, Chris went to college. <laughs> steal. I went to college, but it was in no. I- you did not go to. It college. was in Iowa. So you were at college. You didn't go to. College. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> copy and for sand steal at gmail.com. No, it's just copy and steal, <laughs> and that's it. Instagram, but it was his birthday last Monday. We dropped the ball. Woo-hoo! On that one. Shout out, Chris. Yeah. Happy, what, 28th? Yep, 28th. 28th. Out of girl. Hey, it. We're, I'm right behind you, bud. Back up in February, I'll be 28 with you. Nice, dope, man. Dope, dope. We'll be sure to forget that one, too, huh, boss? Yeah, no, well, you, do every, you do every year. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Dang it. No, I don't. Yeah, last year, uh, Gabby, wonderful Gabby, had to remind you that it was my birthday. Last year, Gabby reminded me that the year before that, your mom texted me <laughs> at, like, 8 p.m., like, hey, it's Travis's birthday. It's all good, though. We're uh, we're kind of men now. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, not at all. If I was 13 years old and you forgot my birthday, I'd be pissed. Absolutely. Well... Fun things have happened in the last, like, 10 minutes. Lakers just won. They're up 3-1. Let's go. That's LeBron big knowing time. how to close out those 3-1 leads on, like, some teams. 100%. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's yeah, That was a jab. I think that I missed Kawhi. that podcast. Yeah, Ooh? you did. Huh? Kawhi. All right, so we got NBA talk. We'll hop into that. You know, initially, we've got some NFL. We want to recap last week, things that shook down. Shook down. I don't know what that even means. And then our next, <laughs> our next uh, picks for this week. Aaron's out. Um, unfortunately, he's a little sick. Not coronavirus. We're good on that. Um, but he's out this week. We'll, we'll break down his picks, our picks, and all that good stuff. MLB playoffs can't help you too much on that one. But we'll just yeah, tell Aaron's you. Aaron's our baseball guy. Aaron's our baseball guy. We'll just tell you what's going on and not get into it too much. <laughs> and then Travis got a game to round us out. So super brief and easy and simple. Yep. And stay tuned for that game, though. It's a really good one. It has to do with NBA finals, which are going on right now. Nice. So make sure you listen to the entire podcast, and I'll find you if you don't. Nice. All right. Hopping into it. NBA, of course, Lakers just went up 3-1 as of about uh, 30 minutes ago, which is great news for us. Yep. What are your what, thoughts? Well, oh, I just want to go right off the bat. Um, I think Frank Vogel has done a really good job so far in the playoffs here. Mm. But I think even though the Lakers' talent is, is clearly head and shoulders above the Miami Heat, I think Eric Spolstra has been the reason these games are close. So the reason that that game three was won. It's, and, and honestly, it's the reason I think they won – the second series in the Eastern Conference Finals in the playoffs this year. Eric Spolster was fantastic. The Celtics have clearly more talent than the Heat. They so. do, but you know what? I, I was reading about that series, and and do you know what the main difference is with that series? What happened was the Heat played zone defense yeah. for 280 possessions in that Eastern Conference Finals. And when you got little doofuses like Jason Tatum and Jalen yeah. Brown and all these guys that 
aren't experienced or well seasoned vets, yeah. they're gonna they're not gonna know how to react. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lakers or the, the Heat tried to do it against the Lakers in the first couple of games, and the Lakers just plowed through it. They know what they're doing. LeBron James is probably the smartest guy in the NBA. You know, Plus, with the most experience. You, know? you had all that time to anticipate too, because you won in five. So therefore, the Celtics were you were waiting for that series to end. They knew that yeah. was gonna come. So yeah. Yeah, and then you refer back to the <clears throat> second round against the Bucks. Like I called it before the series start, you know, pat myself on the back because no one else will. The <laughs> they I, Giannis was completely schemed out of the game the whole series. I mean, I know he had a little bit of injuries later on, but he was schemed out. He's a guy you can scheme out. His weaknesses are too big and like easy mm-hmm. to see. So I just uh, when whatever happens in this series, I just want to really emphasize how impressive Eric Spolster has been. I think he's a fantastic top three, maybe even best coach in the NBA. Right. I think the best. Boom. Boom. All yeah, that. dropping bombs. No, I, no you're right. You yeah. might be. Sorry. I, I mean, just go off that. What do you think? Yeah, go off and off of that. I absolutely agree. I think Spolstra is the best coach right now. And, you know, Popovich always held a high regard. I think they made the playoffs this year, right? No, they did not. Oh, they this did was not. the first year. But they were in the bubble at least, so they almost they made the playoffs. That's good. They were able to fight for it. But, yeah, right now, Spolstra is the best in the game, man. He was a... Video producer way back in the day yeah. for the Miami Heat as a yep. young gun, bro. He looks so young in those pictures if you ever saw him. And Pat Riley said, this is our guy, you know, and uh, just took on the Pat Riley culture. He holds his guys accountable, you know, excellent. And he just he's just intelligent, man. Draws up great schemes. Yeah, the Bucks thing, that's cool. I was just going to say, like, the last two years, I mean, you know, took it out of the book of whoever beat the Bucks last year, like, Giannis was stopped last year as well, so I'm not really that impressed with that portion. But but don't you think that Raptors team is way better than this Heat team? And they still went to six. Yeah, they you know what I mean. They have a better kind of, number one player. Yeah. Exactly. Like you could you could credit last year to Kawhi Leonard guarding Giannis, whereas I feel like it was a team effort. Yeah. By Eric Spolstra and the whole organization of the Miami Heat and just everything they're about. Hundred percent. Who do you think sucked in this Lakers game? Who did good? What are your thoughts on all that good stuff? Uh, this oh, game, yeah. There you go. If you look I at the made camera, sure to put, I made sure to put on the board how much I don't like Danny Green. Literally says Danny Green sucks. So there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> I just Danny Green the whole series, like, or not? Sorry, not the whole series. The second we've been in the bubble, mm. he has not had one good game. Yeah. Tonight he hit, you know, a couple threes. I think three actually, but he was still three for about nine. Shot around thirty percent. Mm. He had a fast break dunk. I think he had a layup here and there. Like he's just he's defensively getting beat. Danny Green has been abysmal. Mm-hmm. And he's still getting his minutes. JaVale didn't see a minute on the floor. Dwight started the first six minutes, and he's been out. Like he, Eric Spolster has played or coached uh, Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee off the floor. Mm. Just completely ineffective. Bam Adebayo finally came back tonight. Yeah, I think he put up a good effort, but, I mean, he's still a little hobbled. Jimmy Butler kind of started out being Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. but eventually he kind of came back down to earth. And I think LeBron James had the clamps on. I don't. I don't know. It was a weird game where nobody stood out to me except for maybe KCP. What about you? I know you kind of missed a lot of the game because you were working, but <clears throat> is there anything you kind of took away from this? No, I missed a ton of it. So I took away not much, excluding the last five minutes that we watched together here. Um, you know, I think LeBron's going to win his third finals fourth. MVP. Oh, fourth, yeah. fourth, fourth finals MVP. Fourth finals MVP. Third team. Uh, third team, you know, which is outstanding for him. AD shrunk again. It looks like based on on paper stats. Aaron just told me that he looked really good defensively. I don't know. I missed. No, he. That. I think he had four blocks. He did very well defensively. He was fighting for boards, and I can get behind that. But just you're the <clears throat> offensive firepower like that he has. Yeah, it's just weird. You know, like why why the lack of shots? Like how many shots did he take this game? 
Uh, I think he put up at least 20 points. I know he didn't do a bit. Oh, really? He kind of came alive in the second half. Oh, Hold wow. on, we'll pull up those stats first for you guys. We're going to pull it up. You start <laughs> talking about something, Travis. But I just I think Anthony Davis, I don't know if I want to say he shrunk, but I just think that the different defenses that they're throwing at him, not just him but LeBron James as well, have really put them in a difficult spot. Because one of the biggest things that happened last game in particular, game three, the Miami, or excuse me, the Lakers – shot more three-pointers than they did two-pointers for the game, and that is the first time post or regular season that they ever in history that they've done that. And I think that was by design from Eric Spolstra saying, we're not going to let LeBron and AD just smash the boards and dunk on everyone's head. What we're going to do is make KCP and Danny Green shoot threes. Mm -hmm. And when you have KCP who's not – because they both combined one for, I think, 13 in that game. Mm -hmm. They were horrible. And the the two games, game two and game three combined – I think there were a total of three for 30. I think it was four for 30. They had a horrible game two and three. KCP kind of came alive this week. but Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric Spolster, I, he, he, he recognized what the Lakers suck at, and he forced us to do it. So, I mean, props to him. AD ended with 22, 9, and 4. So, not four too blocks. bad. Yeah, see, he was No, good four defense. assists, four assists. I think he had four blocks, too. He probably did. Because I, I know he had three coming into the third quarter. He was playing great defensively. I take back everything. I mean, that's, that's a good game. Oh, yeah. With the, with the good blocks as well. Dwight, zero points, eight minutes, two rebounds, zero assists. That's a tough game, huh? Yeah, it's just it's the game hasn't really tailored to them in this series. It's yeah. not like that Denver Nugget game where Dwight was just out there being a dog. Mm-hmm. Denver Nuggets series, I guess. <clears throat> he was he wasn't doing that this year this 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 series. You know, he's just been played out of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Frank Vogels recognized that, and he should recognize that Danny Green needs to grab some some wood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who would you put in there in place of Danny? Would you not start him? Would you put somebody else there? Like, what would you... I would start Caruso, and I would start uh, KCP as a backcourt. Okay. And I would just play them more minutes. I mean, I don't see... And Taylor Horton Tucker, he played great against uh, Houston in that game two, in that second series of the the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think we have a whole lot of options right now, but even J.R. Smith, I know I feel confident him shooting open threes more than I feel confident about Danny Green. 100%. 100%. What do you think? Do you, what, I mean, we got, obviously, we're, we're up 3-1, so it's not like we're crapping the bed over here. We're just, we're just nitpicking we're nitpicking a little bit. But if there was one thing that you would like to see in game four change, what do you think that would be? No, game five, game five. Game five. Um, nothing. Nothing. I'm cool with it. You know, Thanks for the, the insight, dude. Is that cool? Daniel's intellectual. Sorry, dude. I'm like looking up stats and doing things over here. No, nah, man, like. Guess what? Like, we got caught sleeping in game three. Jimmy Butler went off and had an all-world performance. Three guys have ever had a 40-point triple-double. You got Jerry West. You got LeBron James, who's on our team. And now Jimmy Butler. What are you going to do? And you know that that's the only time, like, Jerry West and LeBron lost those games. Oh, that's crazy. So Jimmy Butler's the first guy who did all that and won. That's insane. So, yeah, third guy of all time to do it in the the span of how how long the NBA has been going. You know, and I don't know how long that is, to be honest with you, but... Long time. Who cares? It's like 78 years. Yeah, it's a long 78 years, which is insane. So 40-point triple-double. Jimmy went off. You know, can't repeat that again. Maybe he repeats it one more time. But I firmly believe we close it out in five games, and it's a wrap, bro. Like, I don't care what we do adjustment-wise to get better or worse. I think we're just far superior talent-wise, and uh, that's it. You know, it's. I wish it was a more exciting series. I'm glad this game came down to the last minute, couple minutes at least. LeBron sealed it with some daggers. AD did well. KCP did well as well. And uh, that's it. You know, nothing nothing good there. Yeah, unfortunately, this series isn't what, um, what we people wanted. Thought. I think it was expected a little bit, honestly. I don't think anybody really thought that the Heat 
were going to come through big time and actually beat the Lakers. Like, do you think that was actually predicted by anybody? I don't know, man. A lot of people thought that the Blazers were going to beat us. The most dangerous eight seed. Oh, my God. Oh, no, they actually sucked. And then, oh, the Rockets, watch out for them with their sweet guards, bro, and no center. And then, oh, no, the Rockets sucked. And then, oh, man, the Nuggets beat the Clippers. Oh, man, the Clippers would have beat the Lakers. Like, it's just been keep your story straight, bro, especially Skip Bayless, man. I can't wait till we get Bayless. I can't wait till we get big and I can just body that dude, man. Yeah, dude. That's going to happen. No, we'll be working for ESPN, not Fox Sports, so. Oh, yeah. Stay over there. But we're going to smack talk them, though, right? Yeah, of course. We're on ESPN. We'll say uh, those guys on the other network sure don't know what they're talking about. We're going to throw that shade. We're not even going to give you the courtesy of dropping your name. We're just going to be like, you suck. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, Daniel, go get him. That was good. I got one of those (laughs) drum sets. (laughs) But I got a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Obviously, LeBron and the Lakers are up 3-1. If this was a more competitive series, say, Maybe the Bucks were playing us, and we couldn't quite scheme Giannis out the way Eric did. Yeah. If LeBron James lost this final series, mm. and they he performed like LeBron, you know, he did well, but they lost. Yeah. Do you think that would hurt his legacy more than if he would have had, if he would win this series? Does that make sense as a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is more significant, the loss of this series or him winning it towards his legacy? Um, I mean, he'd be four and seven at that point, right? Or no. no, he would be. Three, He'd be three and, and seven. seven. That's horrible. That's bad. That sounds really bad. You know, better that he's four and six. I think it hurt him, man. You know, like significantly. Like, would you kind of? I don't just keep. Going. I would. I would understand personally from for, you know, myself because I have eyeballs and I can <laughs> see things. That's just funny, dude. Like people look at numbers, people look at stats, and they think that's everything, and it's really not. You know, like not. how can somebody orchestrate an offense? How how can somebody affect the game in ways that you can't really see on paper? LeBron does all that, but also drops the paper stats too. So, um, I mean, I'm always going to be very high on LeBron. You know, I'll put him top two, if not number one, most times. You know, um, but that would hurt him in the media's eyes, hundred percent. I mean, I'm sure you agree with that. No, not just the media's eyes. Honestly, in my own. Like, I feel yeah. like this Lakers team is talented enough. I feel like LeBron James is experienced and old enough. If they were to lose this series, I think that that would take him out of the GOAT conversation. Mm, I think three and seven, that's too That's too significant. Like, I understand him losing to the Mavericks. You know, it was his second finals appearance. He was trying to find his way into that new team. Do you discredit Dwayne Wade more than LeBron in that scenario? How do you mean? Well, like, do I, I blame I, Dwayne for that series or LeBron? No, because no, uh, I don't. So, I no, I, I don't. I don't. But something that I was talking about on air, or off air, I don't remember. Did you listen to the pod last week? I listened to a good chunk of it. I don't like, think I got all the way through. I well, mean, yes, it, it was, was probably, fantastic. It was Everyone probably listened. off air, honestly. But like, I just feel like everyone needs somebody with championship pedigree to get the next guy over the hump so that they have championship pedigree. That makes any sense. So, like, LeBron went to the Heat, and he kind of needed Dwayne to be like, look, like, I've done this. Here's how it works. You know? Yeah. You feel you feel me on that? I understand and what you're and so, about. so, like, Dwayne didn't do that for him on the Mavericks or instill the confidence. Like, something mental wasn't there, and LeBron underperformed, right? So, like, you know, if AD was just doing atrocious this whole series, I'd put that on LeBron most likely and be like, dude, like, you're the guy that has to gas him up. You have to make sure that he understands how this works. I just, I think about that, dude. Like, 
Shaq had to come over with Kobe so that Kobe could show him how it worked, you know. Kobe had some guys with him. Like, it's just you need someone to show you the way. You know, Kawhi had Tim Duncan and and uh, all the guys on the squadron. I can't even think right now. Manu Tony Parker, Tony Manny, Parker. Manu, you know what I mean? So, like, you just need someone to be like, here's how it's done. Here's the mentality. Here's how you practice. Here's how you do everything. And then you're over the hump, and now you can just pay it forward. Do you do you agree I with that? What I mean, you're that's my pe- concept. That's my new theory. No, a lot of people don't really use the human element. Like, yeah, like that factor when it comes to like the scheme of basketball, like everything that comes with basketball. Right? It's always, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, the Miami Heat have the most talented team; they should win. Yeah, that's what happened with the Clippers. Oh, the Clippers have the most talented team; they should win. You know what the Clippers were? They were an assumption of really great talent with no chemistry. They had no fluidity with each other. They didn't have a leader. They had guys who made it to the league like Patrick Beverly and Lou Will off of hard work and and knowing the game. And then they have guys like Kawhi Leonard who takes off back-to-backs, you know, Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, doesn't practice and not vocal. He's not a part of the team. Yeah. So I understand what you're talking about. The human element to this, that's why I've been saying all along, the Lakers fit way better than the Clippers do. The Lakers yeah. have guys who know their roles, who embrace the team and put each other first, and they look to their leader, and their leader will do what they need to do to get them out of any situation. Mm-hmm. The Clippers did not. Kawhi and PG were supposed to be one and two, and then Doc Rivers got a job four days after he got fired. Wow. That's a joke. I want to talk about that for a second. We'll yeah, let's... A little bit later on, though. I want to okay. get, keep, keep on what we're talking about now. All right, all right, all right. But referring back to the Miami Heat and Dallas in 2011, yeah, I totally feel you. Like yeah, Dwayne, Wade, Dwayne, but that's where I think that whole infrastructure kind of crumbled in that series. I think that Dwayne Wade was a championship caliber player. J- Dwayne Wade was a guy who's been there. He's supposed to be the leader, but LeBron James was head and shoulders without a doubt the best player in the mm. league. And there was friction. There's friction there. So I think there wasn't necessarily friction because I know those two guys are best friends, mm. but I think there was some sort of like combating ideas, right? Yeah. Like LeBron's like, oh, Dwayne, you're the experienced guy. He was kind of deferring to him and Dwayne's like uh you're LeBron F and James yeah you do you because I think he like had like three or four games where he scored like 16 17 points in that series yeah because so it shouldn't happen at it all. shouldn't happen but the way I see it, LeBron James has been not only the best player on his team but the best player in the series out of both teams in every finals that he's played in except for the 2011 mm-hmm. Dallas Mavericks loss because Dirk Nowitzki I watched that whole playoffs dude I'm not a Dallas fan but just watching that guy play, I was rooting for him. He was time. nice. Yeah. But I do think, I, I like I was saying, I think if LeBron were to lose this series against the Heat, I think that would be a huge detriment to him. I don't. I just don't think you could put it over. I think that would take him out of the GOAT conversation. Because as of right now, Lakers being up 3-1 and all that, you know, the whole, all the context to it, mm-hmm. if they were to win, which I fully assume they will, I do think that pushes him past the Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, I, I just... All the records, all the stats, the eyeball test, the effects he has on teams when he's not there and when he's there yeah. is astronomical. Oh, my God. Like Michael Jordan, when he retired those two years, the Bulls went to the Eastern Conference Finals mm-hmm. and lost like a game seven. LeBron James leaves Cleveland, the worst team in the league. He leaves Miami, they're a, they're a lottery team. Yeah. And before the Lakers, they won 30 games before the Lakers got there. Mm-hmm. Last year, they were in fourth place before he got injured. And now yeah. this year, they're in the finals. Like, I'm sorry. No, he's, he's like, just, yeah. The way he affects the game, the way he just the gravity that he has on the floor. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Like that's an Eric Spolster term, like the gravity that Steph and KD and just the way that all eyes are always on them. Mm-hmm. I think it's just second to none. Like he's just the ultimate 
Swiss Army Knife, the ultimate competitor. Like, I just, I'm a huge fan, and I'm so excited to watch him get his fourth ranked. 100%. You know, I agree with you, and that's it. That's all I got for you, bud. Sorry about that. I know. Oh God, yeah, bomb drop. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But like we said, we overtalked that, you know. So going into the Doc Rivers situation, and as far as the Sixers go, you know, you think that's a bad hire? You think that's a good hire? What are you thinking about that? I don't understand how it's a good hire. I just, I, Doc Rivers had the most talented team, quote unquote, yeah, and the NBA this year. Who would you have picked over him? I don't, I would have found, a, I, I'm not going to recycle, a, a nobody, I'm like not going to recycle Ty Lue. I'm not going to oh recycle God. Mike D'Antoni, and Doc Rivers is in the same boat. <clears throat> I would go find some assistant somewhere, somehow, like some guy who's smart in college or somewhere. I mean, obviously, I'm not super in depth in the potential coaching candidates out there right now, but I'm not going to, but you found Brad Stevens for the Celtics came out of college. Like Eric Spolster, like you said, was a video game or yeah. video, video game, <laughs> video game operator, video operator. I just, I don't understand why doc keeps getting opportunities and why doc keeps getting this reputation as such a good elite level coach. What yeah. you, are you kind of, are you a doc fan? <clears throat> no, not at all. I mean, he's severely underperformed for the last nine years on the Clippers. You had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Deandre Jordan, they just bodied everybody in the regular season. I think they were a number one seed once or twice during that time. I don't think they were no? a number one seed. Close. You know, never, top never, seed never made a Western Conference Finals. Like, what? Doc. Are you kidding? I'm sorry, I keep burping. <clears throat> no, Doc, you're good. Doc has won three series in the last nine years. Horrible. Three series. Just severely underperformed. Oh, by the way, you had the Celtics team that you guys won one chip with Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen and Rondo, three and Hall of Fame, and Paul Pierce. Oh my gosh, let me not forget him. Four Hall of Famers, Four Hall of Famers right there. What? Like we got to get my boy Adam on here. That's the Celtics fan because he'll break it down for us. But no, Doc Rivers, you know, very much uh, he's overrated. You know, that's long story short. As far as this, um, you know, coaching position goes, I like Doc Rivers to go to the Sixers over Mike D'Antoni, who was initially their primary candidate at the time. Yeah. Only because, like, Mike needs guys that can shoot and just have a high basketball IQ in which Joel probably doesn't, you know, and yeah. ben, and Ben can't shoot. So, like, you know, that's just not his kind of team, you know. So, I think Doc is a dude that can get the uh, – I can't even say that. I just think that he's known for being a motivating force. So, maybe Joel and Ben just need to be motivated a little bit, which is – Clear, they absolutely do. I mean, they've been atrocious on the road, but they're good at home. So that tells you something right there. But it's not, yeah, like I'm with you. I think they should get a college guy or just a nobody that that knows their stuff. You know, um, I don't know. But going off what you said, you have the fact that your best player being Joel Embiid, he's the kind of guy that you have to remind to try hard. Yeah, you have to motivate him. I'm sorry that team's never winning a title. No way. Ben Simmons can't shoot, refuses to shoot. Where's the mental makeup there? They need to move off him now while his value's still high. Yeah. I was saying that before the end of last year. Remember, I told you guys they need to trade him to OKC for Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. I think Chris Paul and Joel Embiid, I don't think Joel Embiid will get away with being lazy at all if you match him up with Chris Paul. Chris Paul's not going to let that shit go. So you say deal J- uh, Joel. I know. Keep- I said jo- deal Ben Simmons. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. You know ben I mean? and Chris Paul together? Ben and Chris. No, Ju- Oh, Chris Paul and Joel Embiid sorry, together. Sorry, missed that. And then you got Tobias Harris, who a year ago shot 45% from three and is an elite wing defender. Well, that's what they're saying. That's why they wanted Doc. Like, apparently that was a big piece as to why they picked up Doc is because Tobias was fire on the Clippers, and they said Doc got the best out of him. Did you hear that part? I think no? I heard something about that. Okay. Yeah. Well, but you I know. Mean, I, I, how, many, how much is Doc going to milk that one title? Oh, my Everybody God. Everybody keeps telling me how great of a coach he is. 
Everybody. Like, they almost lost. Still waiting to see it. I know. Since when? 3-1 series to the Nuggets, who their oldest guy is like 24 years old. Get out of here. And they went six against the Mavericks against 21-year-old Luka. Don't get me wrong. The guy's an incredible talent. Yeah, good call. We almost tried to do a job there. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm over Doc. And and honestly, people are talking about Ty Lue again. I'm sorry. Ty Lue is another I never wanted him. Never. No, Ty Lue's a guy who won because LeBron. Yeah, like, you think LeBron wasn't calling all the shots and all the plays? Like, yeah, absolutely. Tyler was just sitting on the sideline holding the clipboard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. NBA talk's over with, I think. I hope. Well, there's only one game on one series going on, so. That's enough. That was a long time. I think we did, like, 20, 30 minutes. You're welcome. NFL sporting events. Oh, you want me to recap the games? So, I want to break down all the games. You know, just a, a quick recap on um, – all the games that we had picked from last week. Steelers the Titans was obviously canceled due to COVID. Ooh. That will be replayed during their bye weeks. Um, Do they have I the same bye? I don't know, but they'll figure something out. I'm just making things up. Sounds that game was, you know, postponed. Bucks at Chargers. Uh, we all won that one because it was a, a seven-point spread. The Chargers lost by exactly seven, so we all won that one. We'll get into that. Chiefs at Pats, we all won that as well. Chiefs did beat the Pats in commanding fashion. Colts, Bears, Aaron was the only one to win that one. Me and Travis took the L. And then the Bills and Raven. Nope. Raiders. Raiders. Bills Daniel won. can't read his own hand right Yeah. Now. <laughs> uh, Bills, <laughs> Bills won that one. Uh, me and Travis took the dub. And then Aaron took the L, as always. But, yeah, Travis has only lost, like, two games in the last three weeks. Uh, When I wasn't here a couple weeks ago, you guys said, oh, we're just going to give Travis a loss because we don't think he actually got 5-0. I was 5-0. I don't know if you were. I was. I showed you the the receipts, so stop it. Oh, the receipts. Yeah, the receipts. Oh, copy that, dude. And then week one, I was 4-1. And and this week, I'm actually 3-1 because of that canceled game. Yeah. So I have been incorrect on two picks so far in the NFL season. We're a quarter of the way through. That's fire. Good so for you. I'm and against the spread, remember last <laughs> year against the spread, we were like a combined like two and twenty three. We're like horrible. Just, ew. We, we would always much. every single week. It was like, oh, we the best guy got three out of the five correct. If yeah, that. like yeah. every week, we were horrible at this. So we, I guess that shows our little bit of progression with us, huh? We look like the division where the Eagles and the Giants and the Cowboys play. <laughs> they are four games in, so a combined sixteen games, and I believe they're three and thirteen. Three thirteen and one. Yeah, that's or three twelve and one. I Eagles are Eagles are sitting in the lead at one two and one. Or Dude, one. that's got to be the worst division the, of all time. The, no, the winner of that division is going to have six wins. That's I bet horrible. you. I bet you the Eagles are going to win the division. And look at Dak out here throwing for four hundred fifty yards a game. They're one and three, and they're they should. Are we hyped on that? They should be zero oh and four. Listen, they should be. Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick little commercial break. Sorry. talk Cowboys because that was frustrating you were talking about Dak Prescott and the three 480 yards that he threw did you hear what he said in that game by the way 
He's like, oh, I, or not, not even the game, but this series. <laughs> he's Dak voice. He's dropped eleven. <laughs> he's had like eleven hundred yards in the last three or four games, and he's like, I trade all those yards away for a win. It's like, yeah, bro, you also have five turnovers in the last two games. So do you like you should trade away those turnovers for some wins is what you should do. He's annoying, and I hate that the 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 hype that he gets. I was talking about a little bit on our group chat. I don't know if you saw that, Trav. I did not. You did not. I did not. What are you doing nowadays? Are you talking about the the fantasy? Okay, I open up my phone. I have 160 notifications. You left it all alone. I'm not gonna go with want me to read that. Anyways, <laughs> give me the affirmation on Dak because I don't like him. Clearly, you know that's evident. I've been saying that for two years. Sure, he throws for a lot of yards. You have a perfect low line. You have a great run game. Your defense sucks. Does that hurt you? No, it doesn't hurt you at all. It actually allows you to throw for more yards because you're not running the ball quite so much and you're playing from behind. I'm not high on him. I wouldn't pay him over 25 mil a year, which is outstanding. That's a compliment, bro. You had five turnovers in two games. Five turnovers in two games? What? Is the top 15 quarterback in the league have five turnovers in two games? Hell no. Not even the – maybe the lowest five would. That's Herbert insane. Has, Herbert's a rookie, and he hasn't even had five turnovers this season. He's got like three in three He's games, three. right? Yeah, one pick a game. Not bad. No fumbles. Dak has fumbles. Like this is it's just bad. With the better O line, oh by the way. This is this is, I'm gonna tell you my Sorry, whole, I'm my getting Dak excited. Field. I'm pissed. I am a hundred percent with you. Thank God. Let me tell I you, wish let, Aaron was no, here. No, no, we no, should let, call him. I'm hyped. Let's go over this real quick. Mm-hmm. Amari Cooper, C D Lamb, and what is it? Galloway is the other receiver? Yeah, they have another one too, and I'll think of his name while we're going. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Is a running back. Left tackle is Tyron Smith, top 10 pick. Left guard is Lyle Collins, all pro left guard. Center just retired in Travis Frederick. Right guard is Zach Martin, the consensus all best pro. right guard yeah. in the whole entire league. Yep. And I don't know who their right tackle is. Who cares? Three okay. out of five of those all I pros. was able to name, name damn near the entire Dallas Cowboys offensive line. Yeah. They have talent stacked. Their defense, they have Jalen Smith, all this, and they have Trayvon Diggs, and they have Demarcus Lawrence, who got all these fatty contracts. They have talent across the board. Mm-hmm. I don't care that you throw for a bazillion yards. Yeah. When you're down 20 points, you're going to throw for a lot of yards. The defenses are going to play prevent, and you're going to get a lot of underneath stuff. Facts. Dak Prescott, this is not impressive. Quarterbacks win games. You know how many three and outs they have in the beginning of games mm. and how much they give up, excuse me, like like you said, turn over the ball in the worst situations possible. Yeah. Dak Prescott, yeah, sure, he's doing a lot of throwing for a lot of yards, but let's look at some of these other quarterbacks around the league. Russell Wilson has oh, DK Metcalf. That I love nobody, DK Met, nobody wanted DK Metcalf. He was a guy who said that he had bad hands and could only run a nine route and a post route. He's now the leading wide receiver in yards in the NFL. Right one now. trick Tyler pony. Lockett was supposed to be a utility guy. Yeah. And he is like one of the top performing fantasy wide receivers every year. Last year, Seattle Seahawks had three running backs all get injured and put on IR before the season started. And this year, they have literally the worst defense in the entire NFL as per yards given up in a game. Mm. And the fucking Seattle Seahawks are 4-0. Mm-hmm. I'm so, you know why? Because Russell boy. Wilson is the fantastic, is a top two quarterback in the league. I love Russ, bro. Aaron Rodgers, everybody bitches about how he has no weapons. Nobody thinks that he ever has a good defense. His running backs always suck. Aaron Rodgers, what is he? 4-0. 4-0. 4-0. He's I, got a good running back. Okay, he's Jones. got a good running back. But yeah. okay, other than that. What I'm getting at is... Dak Prescott has had the most stacked team in the NFL, and they're one and three. Yeah, horrible. His first two years when they made the playoffs in the NFL, Dak had 
the best running game in the league. Zeke led the league in rushing two out of the first three years of his career, and they made the playoffs. And now all of a sudden it's on Dak, and they want to throw the ball more, and they suck. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Quarterback is about winning. Yeah. Jameis Winston was like the first in yards last year and first in touchdowns or something close to it. I think he had 30 touchdowns. So, I mean, he was a top echelon in that. But he he sucked. He threw 30 interceptions, and they won like four games. Yeah. I, I don't care about your stats. Quarterback is like a point guard. Everything falls on you. The way the offense runs, the way the defense is put, the situations they're put in is because of the quarterback. If you do not win games, you are not good. Facts. I don't care who's on your team. And this kind of, I don't know. I'm going to transition a little bit to the Chargers here because it makes me think about Herbert and how he's been kind of tearing up the league. Did you want to say anything more about it? Because I wanted to go on Herbert. No, that's cool. Next game is the Chargers-Bucks. Bucks won 38-31. That was at... That was at Buccaneers. You got Tampa Bay. You guys screwed that up last week. At Tampa Bay. Uh, Her- <laughs> Herbert. Let's just, yeah. Thank you, Chris. Daniel didn't want to talk about that. Yeah, got it. Herbert was 20-25, threw for like 295 yards, three tutties, one pick, QBR of 139. He was nice. Your thoughts, Travis? I know I haven't been on the pod since uh, Herbert took over the starting job. Yeah, really. But I am. I know I just gave this whole spiel about how the, everything falls on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he found out literally five seconds before kickoff that he's going to go out and start against the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. and put up the performance that he did. Fire. And then the next week, he finally got some first-team reps, and he still threw over 300 yards and had a couple of tutties. Yeah. And then against Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, mm-hmm. hey, go out there and go in a, a, a shooting match. What's it called? A what do they call it when they shoot out? Shoot out, yeah, shoot out with uh, the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, and put up that performance. Now the thing with Herbert that I haven't been super hyped on. I think he's made a few rookie mistakes. Mm-hmm. I think that interception he threw against Kansas City, throwing across his body on third down like that. I think that's why we lost the game. And then that last pick that he threw against that, the Bucks wasn't very good either. I didn't really see that when I was working, but the pick oh. he threw against uh, Carolina—that's yeah. a six-point swing. Yeah, field goals, and we lost by like five or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rookie mistakes. Those are correctable. He'll clean it up, dude. He threw three touchdowns to three dudes that came off our practice squad last week. That's what I'm which saying. Which is insane. He threw an absolute dart to homeboy. Guyton? I don't even remember that. Not oh, 83. It, uh, Billy Johnson. Who knows? Like that, yeah. Fresh off the practice squad. Undrafted free agent. Eckler goes down. You know, oh. now you're just extra. And that sucks, too, by the way. Chargers just decimated. We dude. need new Training. trainers. We need, like, we've been needing that for 20 years, bro. Like, I've been screaming that from the heaven top since I was, since Nam, since I was since four years Nam. old. I'm done yelling about that. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> so, you know, yeah, he loses Eckler, which was probably, like, the only stable thing on his offense that could really just give him confidence. And, and I'm talking about Herbert here. And he still was putting on. They they had a shootout, like you said. You know, we it was 24-14 at half. Uh, that's what happened. 24-14 And it should half. have been 24-7 because what happened? Joshua that, Kelly fumbled the ball inside the five-yard line. That's and what initially, happened. everybody wanted to blame Herbert for it. But if you go back on the replay, Kelly had his eyes up, not focused on the, the mesh and catching the ball. So, yeah, we, we dropped the ball. We gave Tom Brady life. Like, we all knew that was bad. I knew that was bad. I'm like, oh, God, this is scary. Look at him. He's got the... You know, he's got the look in his eye, the Tom, Tom Brady, Brady look, you know, and he pulled through, bro. But guess what? He went up and then freaking Herbert pulled through. And like that was Justin Herbert said that was my idol when I was a kid. Like this dude's been doing it for 20 years, has five Super Bowl championships, six, six Super Bowl championships. Apologies. 
And to go heads up with with old boy, that's pretty impressive, man. So, like, I'm hyped on Herbert. And you're three games in. And to compare him to Dak Prescott, keep in mind, who's three years in the league, that's commanding $40 million uh, Dak's, a year. Dak's his, and I think he's in his fifth year. Ew, that's even worse. Because they franchise tagged him this year, so he had his four years off his third-round contract, and now he's on his... So that's how long Tony's been out? Yeah. Four or five years? Regardless, bro, they said, hey, we're going to pay you $30 million. You're welcome. Jerry Jones did. And Dak said, no, I need 40. Are you kidding me? Bro, you had... Oh, my... I just want to throw up. Like, it is gross. That guy is very subpar. He's not a top 15 quarterback in the league. You don't command $40 million. You don't even get... You take 30, and you'd be stoked about it, Okay. Now you're going to get franchised again, and then you're probably going to go somewhere else, and that's that. Next game I got was the Broncos-Jets. That was the Thursday night game. I figured we'd bring that in only because Adam Gase has to be fired off the Jets, okay? I mean, the Broncos had freaking ripping in there, ripping, <laughs> ripping the some ripping freaking, it in ripping. Yeah, whatever, whatever that guy did. <laughs> so the Jets are just atrocious. You're making Sam Darnold look bad. He's, That's, God, that makes me sick to my stomach. Sam yeah. Darnold is an exceptional talent. Dude, he had that sweet run. He's athletic. He has a good arm. He shows flashes of talent, and you are just not coaching him up. You're supposed to be a quarterback whisperer type of guy. That's what they say anyways about Adam Gase. You know, he's just not... It's clear that he's lost respect in that whole locker room. Sam Darnold's digressing. You know, that's a that's a really bad L, and the fact that the Jets franchise said, okay, we're fine with going 0-4 and losing to the Broncos, who are just absolutely like decimated. like quarterback. You have, no, you have a practice squad quarterback. Von Miller's out. A bunch of dudes Dude, are out You know for the them. Denver's defense has like $120 million worth of players on IR right now? Wow. Like, I think they have like a legit $120 million, some number like that. Well, Vaughn's like 90 of that probably, right? Well, I mean, per year. <clears throat> oh, gotcha. I think the salary cap in the NFL is like 196 right now. So all the, <laughs> all the whole teams on IR. That's pretty bad. But what? But I am 100% on board with you. I. But here's the deal. I think that next year, mm-hmm. I, Jets will have a top probably two, three pick, them and the Giants. If you're the Jets and say you have the worst team in the league, which it sure seems like you do have. Would you get Trevor Lawrence? Would you get Trevor Lawrence and try to trade Sam, or would you trade back Trevor Lawrence, that number one overall pick, for a boatload of picks and put a team together? Okay, good question. Here's what I would do. I would fire Adam Gase right now. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yesterday? So, well, God, it's so hard. I would definitely do that, but then I would see if the next man up, the next coach up, whoever that may be, can coach up Sam Darnold so that he does show a little bit more flash of the talent. I like him, bro. I'm very high on him. However, if you're the last, if you have the the first pick, like how do you not get Trevor Lawrence? Like he's sensational. He looks so good. He's going to be an outstanding quarterback in the NFL. So I probably would grab him, bro. Yeah. What do you think? I well, mean, I that think sucks that, to say I like Sam. Dude. I think the haul that you can get for Sam Darnold is going to be small. I think you might be able to get a second, maybe a third round pick for him. Mm-hmm. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be in the exact same situation. Mm-hmm. Just no talent around him, nothing. And I think the haul that you could get for that number one overall pick is going to be sensational. Mm. I think that they got Mekhi Becton this year in the draft, a left tackle. So they have injured. Their I know he's injured now, but they have a left tackle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Sam Darnold, who I think is a stand-up dude. I think he's a spectacular talent. I don't think he's too far behind Trevor Lawrence in prospect. Why haven't they got a receiver for him? He has nothing. He's thrown to... He's throwing a Jameson Crowder, bro. Yeah, he's throwing a Jameson He's like 20 Crowder. years in the league. He's like 40. What like, are they doing over there? Like, what are they doing? I think Please. that you need to get out Gase, and I think you really need to invest in a smart college guy. Just dump back up the truck, dude. The, the owner of the New York Jets, he's, it's a New York football team. I'm sorry. You're 
got billions of dollars coming in. Spend ten million dollars on a year on a head coach. That's a quarterback whisperer. That's going to get this guy confidence. That's good. you can find somebody. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Eric Bieniemy in Kansas City. It blows my freaking mind. That would be fine. That nobody wants him. I don't know if it's because he's black or what, which I, I think is seems to be the consensus as to why he doesn't have a job. That's a joke. I mean, you get that guy. Sickest offensive coordinator for the last four years. You need bro. to get that guy now. That's and I insane. think the Jets should invest into getting Eric Bieniemy. And I'm a little nervous that Houston might try to grab him now that Bill O'Brien got fired. I think they will. That's but the would, next game. Smooth transition. Not, but, not yet. But, I want to oh, before never. you guys go, I think the Jets need to sell to Gary V. Okay, once Gary V buys Let's them go. out, he wants them. We'll be all good. Because I think the owner of the Jets, he's Chris like a, is a he's big a, Jets fan. He's a guy who lives <laughs> in like London or something like that, isn't he? Do you know anything about that, Chris, the owner? Oh, no, I had no, I know nothing about him. <laughs> I'm just a huge Gary Vee fan, and I know that he can, if he can make a business run, he can make the Jets run. So. There you nice. go. Hey. Yeah, that's valid. Hey. And he's an agent in the NFL right now, so he, oh, is he? you know, yeah, he's doing that. Er, that's cool. Right? He has his own agency, Chris, something yeah, like that? Yeah, he's doing, what is he not doing? He's yeah, doing everything yeah. under the sun. Baseball agent, NBA, not, not NBA yet, but baseball, football, and, like, video game agents. He owns, like, a. Well, yeah, video games are, like. That whole professional video games thing, like, that's going off right now. He's got, like, the Minnesota Roku or Minnesota something. I don't know what their name is, but, yeah. Anyways, bringing us in smooth. Well, I just want to say what oh, I'm going to do first. Sorry, my you, fault, you trade the number, Not smoothly again. You trade the number, more an overall pick. You trade it. Yeah. You get the pieces. You already have an all-star quarterback, in my opinion, or Pro Bowl, whatever, top-tier guy. Mm-hmm. You get guys around you. Go get a receiver. You have tons of million in cap space. You get him a better offensive line. You invest in Sam Darnold and a good head coach. Yeah. I think that you trade that pick. New England would give up 40 picks for him tomorrow. Mm. Why wouldn't Facts. you do that? You know what I mean? Yeah, they would. Oh Teams are going to trade up. Chicago Bears would trade everything for him. Yeah. They'd give you Khalil Mack and their first-round pick to go get Trevor Lawrence right now. I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. I just I just think that you already have a guy. Why pick another quarterback to be put in a horrible situation? If Trevor Lawrence could just plug and play into the Bears tomorrow, like <laughs> he, they would win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I feel good about that. Their defense is so nice. Yeah. They're 3-1. Right. We right, can next, move on now. I'm next, ready. I'm done talking about that game. Next game, we got the Vikings that were 0-3 rolling in and the Texans that were 0-3 rolling in. Uh, Vikings took that dub. The Texans coach, Bill O'Brien, was fired as the GM and the head coach, which Travis alluded to. They won 31-23 in the Vikings, that is. Thoughts on that one? About time. Yeah, right? Bill O'Brien sucked. He did. Why were you the GM? You <laughs> traded away. You paid your left tackle, right? Jeremy Tunzel. Like, you whoever... paid Laramie Tunzel an absurd amount of money okay, that was well over the market. I'm not mad about it. Listen, here's the deal with that. Okay. If you're... Whoever comes into this situation, you have a cornerstone defensive player in J.J. Watt. You have a 25-year-old stud left tackle in Laramie Tunzel, and you have Deshaun Watson. Mm. Like, you have the three corner pieces of what you need to start a team with. Mm. You don't have first-round picks, though, because fucking Bill O'Brien gave them all away. What a guy. <laughs> but uh, I still I, – I, I, I don't think the Houston's team is horrible right now. I think that their coaching and general managing was. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, they have they have a couple guys. They got Will Fuller, they got Kenny Stills, and they have another. Cooks. They have Brandon Cooks, bro. And that's they have David a, Johnson. That's, well, yeah, mm. I know. They I know have, it's an eh, but he's yeah. a he's a capable running back. They have their last in rushing yards. I mean, it, and also their receivers are underperforming too. If you're going, can you grab me one? Sure. All right, sorry. I know we're talking on air. No, 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 no. But what point being is, they have above par receivers. I think dudes that can get it done. 
And, you know, Bill O'Brien, guess what, dude? If you're playing GM, these are the guys that you want. Well, you got to perform with them, bro. DeAndre Hopkins is out here doing the damn thing for the Cardinals, excluding last game where they took the L. But he's, you know, he's an alpha. Like, what? You you got Laramie Tunsil and you said, I just can't pay you. Sorry. That was a poor mistake on your end, bro. Like, yes, uh, it's a no-brainer. You, you fire him. I'm glad the Texans did it when they did, man. A lot of people say hold off because you got to close the fridge, bro. Um, a lot of people say hold off because, you know, are you going to get better in the season with another coach? It's like they can't get worse. They're 0-4. Exactly. But it's like, yeah, like that's fine. If you already know it, it, I hate that argument. I don't know how you feel, but it's like, why not fire old boy? So you can try and plug and play somebody else. Maybe the assistant coach and see how they do. I think Romeo Cannell's like, taking over. He is taking over. That's exactly who's taking over. But why do they do that? It's like, do you want to wait till next season and jeopardize next season or just get it done sooner rather than later? I would never be of that opinion. You? I think that you got to give guys <clears throat> a little bit of a leash, but Bill O'Brien obviously didn't have one. <laughs> like, he, he used his up. I mean, I, yeah, I don't mean like I mean. he didn't have one. Okay, I feel like I his like, is too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I course. meant. I th- you're right. Like, why? Bill O'Brien, they're 0-4. He's been dog poop. Yeah, like, nice. I don't, I'm sorry. Why? Why? Why keep him around? A lot of, like you said, a lot of coach, or excuse me, GMs and a lot of owners are like, oh, I want to hold on to him. There's no point firing now. Do you know how many times a team has found life after firing their head coach? Yeah. And if you times. know a guy is out, if you know a guy is out at the end of the year, mm-hmm. you're not going to play as hard. You're not going to be as good. You're not going to have as much fire in your belly to go out there and fight for this guy. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're not. So, like, why would we do that? Mm-hmm. Like, get him, get rid of him now. Going off of that, I don't even have this game on like our little rundown because I don't. I think the Lions lost. But would you fire Matt Patricia? Or I would, would have fired you, him yesterday. You would have too. Here's the deal: the Lions before Matt Patricia was the head coach were seven and nine. The year before with Jim Schwartz. Yeah. The year before that, they were eleven and five and made the playoffs. Mm. And then he comes in, and I think they're nine and thirty and one. Yeah. Not, I think it's. I think it's like. And you know what they've also done? I, this crazy-ass stat. I think the last 10 games, they've had at least a 10-point lead and blew it. All 10 games. Wow. And this is big-time defensive coach and Matt Patricia with his hat backwards and his pencil in his ear. It's like, dude. And then he had the freaking audacity to say in his post-game presser, well, I knew when I came here, I had a lot of work to do. Oh, my God. Bro, the team's twice like as bad. You digressed, my you, guy. The, 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 the team has digressed. You had a nice roster. Like, wow. you have a solid amount of wide receivers. They have Amir Abdullah and, or not Amir Abdullah, DeAndre Swift and Adrian Peterson right now. You just got Jeff Okuda and you had Darius Slay. You let, you let him go because he didn't want to be a part of your shitty franchise anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you've had talent. Detroit has just been. And Matt Stafford's not, not a franchise quarterback. Like, he's nice. He just know? had nothing ever. Like, yeah, he had Calvin Johnson for nine years, when they were, and they had a great connection for nine years, but nothing Stafford else. threw for like 4,000 yards many a times. Yeah. You know? So I just I, I Matt Patricia's a joke. Yeah, That's, he's not a leader. Like you need leadership. This is like football is like coaches' league. He seems like a great coordinator. You know, like just somebody that's a coordinator. I don't know. He's in over his head right now. Like he's not a head coach guy. I look at him and I'm like, bro, you're like a D line coach. Like you're that's what you look like. like he, I don't he, know. He but. walks in the room wearing a Roger Goodell's a clown shirt and yeah. he's got his hat backwards and pencil in the ear. Like I know it's you guys are saying oh hat backwards and all this stuff, but No I, oh Cowherd had that big old spiel. Yeah, where, yeah. And who was I'm, talking about that? Me and Aaron last week? I don't know, I wasn't listening. But I oh. I agree with him. Like, listen, you pres- if you're gonna be the leader, you f- straighten your back up, you stick your chin out, and you talk like a man. You don't s- people are relying on you relying on you. You know what I mean? Facts. If the left tackle some 
dumb white guy who has nothing going on. Yeah. A big meathead. If he wears his hat backwards and has a scruffy beard, like, I don't care. He's yeah. a left tackle. Right. But if you're going to be the quarterback, if you're going to be the head coach, button up and be the man. You be the adult to. in the room. You have Everything, to, especially football, reflects leadership. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, look at the way that Mike Tomlin carries himself. Oh, my God. That dude does not take one ounce of shit from anybody. I love Mike Tomlin. I love Mike bro. Tomlin. God, he's so fired. Why don't people act like that? Even Anthony Lynn. He's been kind of pissing me off some of the yeah, decisions he that he's made over the last, like, four or five weeks. And or just his comments, you know? His comments. Just so a lot of little things. But, you know, he's still a man. He comes up there and he owns it. Oh, yeah. You know, like, he you does. see Bill Cower not owning shit. You yeah. see Bill Cower with his hat backwards and a pencil in his freaking ear. Mm. Be a leader. Be the man. Yeah. Be the adult. Absolutely. All right. Well, that game wasn't even on the list. I don't know why I got so hot over that. <laughs> I just. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna like exclude a couple games here, just so we can keep it moving. Pats at Chiefs. You know, obviously that one was postponed due to some coronavirus for uh, Cam Newton. Unfortunately, they say he can be back as early as this week, okay. so he's completely asymptomatic, which is what ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people with coronavirus are. Okay, unless you're 300 years old and a breeze would take you out. <laughs> Sorry to talk smack, but uh, they said he can be back as early as five days because that's how they're doing things in the NFL, which is very funny to me. You know, it's like, oh, we don't want to mess with the economy for the NFL yet. We can blow a whole economy for the United States. Anyways, another topic. Um, but, yeah, he might be back next Sunday. He was out this week, unfortunately. Uh, faced the Chiefs. Chiefs, it was a close game at half. I think it was like 6-3 or maybe 9-3. You know, the, the Patriots were able to contain them, and then the Chiefs got out ahead. They won 26-10. Uh, it was a battle between Hoyer and then I forget the second uh, starter for the Patriots. Do you remember? Uh, Stidham. Jared Stidham. Was he the second? Yeah, guy? Stidham. He looked okay. I didn't really get to watch that game. I was working. Okay. So nothing really to comment on that one? Other than Patrick Mahomes is amazing. The fact that Bill Belichick can keep it a two-score game. Yeah, yeah. Just Bill Belichick. I'll touch on it a little bit. So it was 9-3 to three at half. Chiefs were up, I believe. They didn't have a touchdown, a couple field goals. Um, and Brian Hoyer was on in the red zone before half, and he took a costly sack, bro, that took him out of field goal range. And it was bad. It was like, that was a mistake. You are a veteran, and you're coached up by Bill, Bill Belichick and the greatest coaches. Like, that was just bad. So they benched him. They put in Stidham. Sit him through a pick six that essentially it bounced off of Julian Edelman's hands on like a little uh, out screen. It was perfect throw. Like, I don't know why he did it. Went through his hands. He wasn't very active in the first half with Hoyer. Dude ran it back for six. So, I mean, yeah, the Patriots were in it a lot more than I thought they should have. On paper, it looks pretty bad, but I was impressed with them and their defensive scheme. Not to mention that team flew out Monday morning. That day. They flew out that day. Their whole schedule, everything was thrown off. Their quarterback got dropped right before the game. Like, mm -hmm. that's a horribly difficult situation to be in for them. So, yeah. it's, I mean, hats off to them. They even kind of, like you said, were in the game. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. Yeah, Being that at the Chiefs. Yeah, they've been so nice. So, I mean, hey, yeah. That's all I got on that one. All right, last game to round it out, and then we'll get into our picks for this week coming up. And Aaron's on there as well. Packers-Falcons. Packers won that handedly. That was the Monday night game as well. Second uh, game of the doubleheader due to the past Chiefs being postponed. Uh, just wanted to shout out A-Rod, man. He was 27-33, 327 yards, had a damn near perfect QBR, four tutties, zero picks, bro. And that's on the backs of you don't have your best receiver. Um, and uh, 
Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, apologies. Drawing a blank. I was going to say Randall Cobb, but that's been like 10 years. Uh, <laughs> Lazard's out, I believe. So, like, who are you doing Lazard. it with, bro? You know, like, yeah, Aaron Jones is a great running back, but, like, dang, that's really impressive. You know, I have to swallow my words yet again. You know, Aaron's going to be happy music to his ears, but A-Rod's been great this year. Last year, he looked like he was ready to take that dip, and uh, I thought he'd be salty because he gets salty sometimes. We all know A-Rod, but he's looked good, man. Nothing short of an MVP candidate right there with Russell Wilson, so I'm very uh, pleased for the Packers. Speaking of Thoughts. speaking of MVP candidates, do you think Josh Allen's far out of that no. spot? No. Number three, close. Close three. I mean, I think Russell's going to get it if he continues to do what he does. But Me too. I think Josh Allen's been incredible. Dude, he's so nice. Like, the fact that he's, you can see game to game, like, quarter of the season to quarter of the season, like, how much he progresses. Yeah. The way he doesn't, I mean, that guy's got, obviously, he's got a hose, but he also understands, like, when to, like, throw at different tempos. Like, he understands the rhythm of the game better. Mm-hmm. I think the sky's the limit for that kid, and I love him. I love them too. They beat the Raiders, right? Right. And the Raiders are pretty good. They're, I think they're two and two. Mm-hmm. I think they've ran up on two good teams. The first, uh, the team they lost to last week was, who knows? I don't know. Two and two, but they are a good team, bro. Everybody in the AFC West is good. Even the Chargers, although they're one and three, but, but we've been in yeah. every game. We've covered every spread we've been in. Absolutely. Bills are nice, bro. They beat the Rams last week. Who the Rams were a top five team by Stephen A. Smith by a lot of analysts last are week. Are the Rams good because they have three wins against all NFC East opponents? Dang. And the NFC East just not good. No, I think the Rams are um, marginal. I think they're on the top tier, top ten team. Top ten know? maybe, but we got to hold off on them in my opinion because they have beaten the worst, like three of the worst, like six teams in football. No facts. I want to tell you. As far as Josh Allen goes, man, I'm extremely high on him as well. You know, he ran a – this was last week. I think me and Aaron were talking about it. I know you missed. You probably heard it, though, maybe. Uh, He ran a little bootleg, like, you know, at the 10-yard line, and he ran around, and he scored a touchdown, and he looked so fast, bro. Like, I don't know what he ran as a 40 time, maybe like a 4-5, 4-6, right? I don't think it was that fast, but he's got that football speed. Dude, he's got wheels. And then they were like, this dude's 6'5", 240 pounds, and I was like – what? That's a big Ben. Like your big Ben size running like that, and That's you have like a gun. That's that fast, and like yeah. really athletic, <laughs> right? <laughs> Six five two forty with just speed, bro. And you got a cannon for an arm. And now you gave him Stephon Diggs, who's you know an alpha receiver. He, that's all he needed, bro. He had nobody the years prior. You've got a good defense. You've got a, a pretty good old line. Good yeah, run game. game. Zach Moss and uh, what's it? Singletary. Singletary's been well. good. And then there's a third, but I can't think of his name right now. I don't know either. It's Zach Moss and Singletary is yeah. primarily. Yeah, man. Like, they're for real. They're up there. They could be a trouble in the AFC for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. What else? So, <coughs> I think we're about ready to. Uh, Next games for this week. Jump into our games for this week. Handle it. Okay. For starting off. We're going Bills at Titans. Um, still a little bit of uncertainty. I think there's continuously being uh, monitored. Uh, monitored. I think some more and more guys are testing positive. But as of right now, in Tennessee, it is a pick'em. So even whoever wins, gotcha. Do you want right. to do? Do you want to go through all five, or do you want to give me your pick? No, no, we'll do it first. Uh, did you have Aaron's? Uh, no, you're supposed to text him. I did. I said write Aaron's name above the thing. All right. All right. I got him. I got him. Okay. I'll start off. Yeah. You start off. I'm going with the Bills. 
for all the reasons we just talked about, and I think that the Titans are kind of in disarray right now with mm-hmm. everything that's going on. Yeah. So the fact that it's a pick I think I'm going to take the Bills straight up easy. Yeah, I picked the Bills as well. They look promising. You know, yeah, like you said, the Titans are in disarray. People are uh, out due to COVID, things like that. So I will pick the Bills. Aaron also did pick the Bills as well, which, come on, Aaron, bro. Have some faith in your team. I know I'm going to pick my Chargers, baby. Am I? Against the Saints? Ooh, the Saints. Yes, I am. We'll get into that game here in a second. Hey, you pumped the brakes there, kid. I know, Pop. Lo siento, Holmes. All right, Colts at Browns is the next one. At Browns, Browns are projected to lose by two and a half points to the Colts. I'm going to start this one because I feel very confident. I feel like the Browns are definitely going to win this game, bro. Not high on the Colts. The Browns are rolling right now. Who do they just beat? The Cowboys? Yeah, I don't think the Cowboys are good, but I like what the Browns are doing, bro. They're clicking. They're 3-1 and one right now. Last year, they were loud in the offseason. They boasted the fact that they had all this talent on the offensive end. Baker was talking all this smack. Odell, and they got bodied, bro. They got humbled. This year, they've been nothing but quiet. It's been nice. It's been very awesome, and the Browns look really good, man. I'm high on them as well over there. Are they in the NFC? No, they're the not. Browns are the AFC North. Yep, with the, the best Ravens. Division in football. Sorry, apologies. But I think the Browns win this one. Aaron picked the Colts. He sucks. What do you got? I got the Colts, too. Okay. Listen, the Colts. Had, listen, the Browns. Nick Chubb just went out for the year. Yep. And you saw their the backup Colts, running back though. Kareem Hunt is good. Obviously. No other one. I don't know who the other one. Something Harness. He had like eight carries for a hundred yards. Okay, but let me just let me finish. That's on the back of a sicko line. The Colts have the number one defense in the league. Cool. And every time Baker throws the ball more I than twenty four times, yes, I think they're three and like thirteen. Yep. And I think that the Colts are going to get out to a good salty because of their offensive line and Jonathan Taylor and their great receiving core and Phil not effing things up. Mm-hmm. I do think the Browns will get behind. They'll start tucking the ball around, and I think they'll screw up. So I'm taking the Colts, and it's a two-and-a-half-point lay. I think they're going to win the game, and I think it's going to be by at least a field goal. Let's go. I'm, I, think I'm, I think I'm in good shape for that one. Phillip Rivers, 16-29, so 50% you know, completion percentage, 190 yards. Six-yard average, one touchdown, zero picks. It's probably the lowest stats I've ever seen Phillip Rivers have in the last 10 years. Jay Taylor, 17 carries for a smooth 64 yards. Nobody looked good, brother. I'm just saying. Well, the Bears have a great defense. They do have a great defense. That is indeed true. Then you got Big Dick Nick who's pulling through, but he always looks bad when he's named the starter. He needs to come in. He's one yeah, of he needs guys. to be the guy that you're is not supposed to start. I can just tell you right now, sure-handedly, like you beat the Bears by one score, and they are the fakest three and one team that you've ever like. <laughs> well, they, they are. Well. Thomas knows that damn well. Like, this not a good team, bro. I agree. So I, we'll see about that one. Next one, you got the Raiders at Chiefs. Chiefs projected to win by a freaking bunch here, eleven and a half points. Let's start with Aaron on this one. Should we do that to take sure. the pressure off of us? Aaron, what's your opinion? Aaron, oh, well, I pick up. <laughs> no, he picks the Chiefs to beat the spread, 11 and a half points. That's, that's bold. You know, I will say that I disagree with him on the Chiefs. I think the Raiders will get within that spread simply because, you know, the Chiefs didn't beat the Patriots by 11 and a half, you know, without their starting quarterback. I think the Raiders are better than we're and giving they beat them. by 16. Oh. It's 26 to 10. Damn it. A mathematician. Sorry, was that yeah. what we said? Either way, you know, I think the Raiders are, are doing well. I, I like Darren Waller. I like their offense. I like their running back game. Defense is okay, and, and they're clicking enough to get it within 11 and a half. That's just me. What I disagree. Got? All right, you think the Chiefs? I think it's a divisional game, and it'll be close. Close. 
Yeah. So I you agree with so me? I'm taking the Raiders. I think the Chiefs will win, but I don't think by 11 and a half. Well, you agree with I me. I thought you said you picked the Chiefs to. No, Aaron picked the Chiefs. Picked the I Chiefs, picked the Raiders. So I do agree. Yeah. Sorry. I wasn't really. I kind of zoned it out when you talked. All right. Copy. No worries. So me and you, the Raiders. All right. So me and Dan got the Raiders. Are we? Okay. Yep. Nice. Nice. Next game, while Travis writes it, not a lot of good games this week, so we had to throw this one in there, but it is an interesting game for sure. So the Bengals are facing the Ravens. This is at Baltimore. Ravens are projected to win by a a week-high 13-point spread, which is just huge. Um, You want to start this one? It's your turn, I think. Yeah, I'll take the start on this. I think that I'm going to take the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is getting better and better every single week. I think that... I kind of feel like Lamar Jackson is getting a little bit more and more exposed as weeks go on. You know, I think that they're going to be able to play solid defense. And again, it's a divisional game, 13 points. I'm sorry. I know the Bengals aren't the best team in the world, but I feel like the Ravens mediocrity on defense is kind of starting to come out. I don't think that the receivers are any kind of special outside of Mark Andrews. Their offensive line isn't necessarily special, special. It's just all Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And I think it being a divisional game and, I know it's in Baltimore, but I don't think that really matters right now. There's no crowds. Yeah. I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, Aaron took the Bengals. I also take the Bengals. We'll make that one a clean sweep. Not necessarily, or not to win the game. I think that the Ravens do win the game. But I also almost kind of want to pick the Bengals to win the game just because that's a gut feeling. Nothing, no facts behind that at all, unfortunately. But Joe Burrow got his first win last week, bro. He looks great. He is not looking as great as as Herbert is, in my opinion. But like, I'm very high on him, man. And uh, I could just see, I could just see the Ravens losing for some reason. But I will pick the Bengals to w- win that spread. And so does Aaron, and so does Travis. Next game, final game, Chargers at Saints. Saints projected to win by seven and a half. And it's my turn this round. I picked the Chargers. Did I? Oh, because I already you told us that. earlier, so I, I wrote it I, down. I buried the lead. I picked the Chargers to take the dub, baby. It's Jay Herbert's round and time to win his first game. Let's go. Drew Brees has looked not good at all. Michael Thomas was back last week. Still didn't look good. You know, he's just, for the last three years, he just hasn't had an arm anymore, bro. But defensive defenses have understood, okay, let me sit back in the secondary. Let me give him those five-yard dump-off passes. It's fine. Let's sure up our tackling. And it is what it is. You know, the Chargers have good DBs. We can get after this dude. And he's just not going to throw a bomb over anybody's head anymore. And that just takes away such a big, you know, factor of the game. I picked the Chargers to win it at the Saints, bro. Travis, do you pick, what do you pick? Listen, Drew Brees already signed his contract with NBC to be a, a, a game announcer. He was ready to retire. The Saints had to convince him to come back. And I think that he kind of... Ha- He's not fully in the water. I think he's got a lukewarm approach to this season. I don't think that he can throw the ball down the field anymore. Yeah. And the Chargers are specialized in underneath zone coverage. They're good in that aspect. They can't guard over the top very well right now. Yeah. That's why guys like Kansas City has been cooking us like that. I just And Tom Brady, he had a bunch of deep throws. We weren't good over the top, but underneath... That's where we specialize. We had a pick small six guys. underneath. Exactly. So I think that, that we're going to thrive. I think the pass rush is going to be good. I think we'll be able to contain Kamara. I think Justin Herbert's got three games under his belt, and he keeps getting better and better and better. It's on Monday night next week, so we'll probably That's take big. off next podcast right after that game. Fire. I'm excited, and not only am I taking the Chargers, because seven and a half points, yeah, I, I don't think the Saints are that good. That's horrible. I don't. I don't. 
Some of these are just kind of easy. Like, the yeah, bank, yeah, it's crazy. So I'm, I'm going Chargers, like you said. I'm kind, I'm being the bandwagon. Chargers to win the game, baby. I like. I watched this team close, nice. and plus, like, we're gonna have guys. Mike Williams should be back. Last year, we week against the Bucks, we missed our center, our right guard, and our right tackle. Trey That's Turner insane. Dude. Is our right guard and and Brian Belug is our right tackle. They should be back next week. Eckler's out, but Joshua Kelly's looked pretty competent. Mm-hmm. I I I like what and we're JJ, doing. JJ Justin Jackson will be there. Justin Jackson will be there. I like our team. I like the way that we match up. I think that Herbert's going to start putting stuff together as time goes on, and I think that this is where it starts. Get this, Aaron picked the Saints to cover that spread. What are you doing? I mean, he's that's why Aaron's like two and twenty. I love you, Aaron, but come on, bro. Quit being a hater. Yeah, guys, I've lost. I've been wrong on two picks in four weeks. So maybe you guys should just wait for me to go first and copy me. I don't know what you guys think. I was with you with four out of the five, <laughs> but no, I will not do that. So look Aaron, at my name. I picked all away teams. T T T T T. All I expect all away teams to cover spreads. Did you really? Yeah, oh, look. You did. Well, because I just feel like, like you said, these spreads are so ridiculous. Like, yeah. Chiefs and Raiders, 11.5-point spread. It's a divisional game. Ravens, Bengals, 13. It's a divisional game. Aaron said it last week on the podcast. I was listening. You never know what's going to happen in a divisional game. Anything can happen. Oh, yeah, facts. And I don't think that team's blow out. I think the Browns are just going to smack the Colts in the mouth. That's one <laughs> I think you're wrong about. But I you're going to keep that. I'm going to keep mine. I'm going to stand by it. All right, put Aaron under the Saints, and then we'll take a picture, and we'll definitely know absolutely who was wrong. And because right I'm week. back, so we'll make sure to have things done correctly, right? Yes. Okay, thank you. I just sit here and God. I don't know what I do. <laughs> I, get, I just sit here. Like, you should have seen here. it. The picture they sent me for last week's picks, it was a joke. Everything was all over the place. I couldn't read it. And the yeah. last game was Raiders versus Raiders. Raiders favored minus three. That's the shit I'm dealing with. It was Aaron who wrote that one up. I feel like I'm a little bit of the organizer out of us three. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, baseball, we'll keep it real brief. Dodgers are up 5-1 right now. Going oh, the eighth inning. bummer. Sorry, San Diego Padre fans. I'm salty about it. It was 1-1 one, one top of the fifth. I wonder what happened. Let's see what had happened was. Let me see what happened. Well, what do you think about this Dodgers team? Do you think that this team is going to finally close the hump this year? You know who I want? I'm, I'm a Dodger fan, full disclosure. Yeah. Aaron and Daniel are definitely Padre fans. This is probably the only series we really can talk about in this, so let's just milk it a little bit. Yeah, that's but, fair. I think this is the best Dodger team that we've ever had. Oh, yeah. Like, we had a stack team last year and years before, and then we just added Mookie Betts, who led the NFL in home runs, and this team led the NL in ERA. Like, I just... This is the be- like the Dodgers have been fantastic for what seven years. This is the best Dodgers team they've ever had, and you know who I really, really hope the Dodgers see in the World Series, the Strohs. The Strohs. I want to watch them just smack them, and I want there to be fights and drama and all this great stuff, and I just want them to get put in their place. Because hashtag never forget. I know. I'm never letting that go. The Astros cheat, lying, cheating Astros, man. They won that first series in a three-game series, and freaking their shortstop Correa. Did you see him? He was all hyped. He's like, "Yeah, we can." He was very, he was ecstatic that they won the first series against a team that was under five hundred. That was the wild card that had who no was business. that? Uh, who knows? I don't even know. Yeah, I'm not going to give that team like. And he, and he was just so stoked. He's like, "I guess you guys were wrong about us." Like, what? You won the first round of the playoffs, bro. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, it was embarrassing. Anyways, they're up 2-0 on their opponent right now, the Astros. I think they're facing the Athletics. Oh, yeah, the A's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the A's. I said the Athletics. That sounded fancy, right? <laughs> they're facing the, <laughs> the Oakland How, Athletics. I pronunciated, too. Enunciated. Enunciated their Damn, college graduate. Pronounced, enunciated. I pronunciated that real was, good. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> 
Yeah, but the Astros are up 2-0. Uh, Padres are looking like they're going to take the first L. As far as the Dodgers team goes, though, um, yeah, man, they clearly have the most talent out of any team. They've they've had that for the last three or four years, even more so this year. The gap is very wide. Um you know, the thing that obviously as a Padres fan, the thing that I was kind of hanging my hat on and just hoping for is this, like, number one, anything can always happen in baseball. It's not like the NBA where the most talented team, nine out of ten times in yeah. the NBA, it's going to shake out for that most talented team. Um, but baseball is just weird, man. I mean, three out of ten times, if you get a hit, you're in the Hall of Fame as a baseball player. That's just a weird sport in general. And in a seven-game series in baseball, usually – It'll play out the way it should. This series is a five. That's the cool thing about baseball. Not always. Not always, but even less so in a five-game series, and that's what we got with the Padres-Dodgers. So that can make it interesting. You know, obviously we're down 5-1 for the last five years. or or When I can remember, really, the Padres have just done historically bad regular season um, because that's all we've had. We've only (laughs) the playoffs. It's been 14 years. But regular season, the Dodgers just body the Padres, and that sucks, you know, so – um, yeah, I think the Dodgers can absolutely go all the way, and I'd like to see it if the Padres don't make it. Yeah, I mean, you got guys like Tatis Jr. and Machado. Like, I mean, Tatis has definitely been a huge bright spot for the whole NL, the whole league. He's oh, a yeah. Matt Flippin, FU, just all-star. You know what I mean? I love it. You want to see more and more of that. Yeah. I want to get rid of those old haggy white guys who don't want you guys you to show any emotion running around the bases. Yeah. I just, I'm very, I'm very excited for that team. You know, there's a little bit of buzz here in San Diego, which is kind of cool because they're our only sports team. Yeah. Um, but all that being said, like the Dodgers were the most talented team and then they added the second best player in the entire league. And there it is. That's, you know, last year, Cody Bellinger was the NL MVP and he's batting sixth now. Yeah, weird, huh? Like, but <laughs> Corey Seager, you got Mookie, Justin Turner, all these guys, like, top to bottom, all nine. It's ridiculous. The pitching. You staff, guys are stacked. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It, it, it would be a very, it will, I would love to see Dodgers Yankees in the, in the World Series. That'd yeah. be fun. The world kind of wants to see that because Dodgers Yankees, LA, New York. But I think it'll be, um, or I don't think it'll be, it would also be cool to be Dodgers. Astros, but I mean, don't want to put the cart before the horse here. Yeah, still yeah, got to yeah. get those wins. I mean, Padres are definitely a team, especially in a five-game series. Yeah. Like you said, the shorter the series, the more likely that something crazy would happen. Absolutely. So that's, yeah, all, that's my baseball talk. That's all I got. No, you're right. I mean, I think that the Yankees do make it out of the American League um, over the Astros. They're just not like they were content coming out of the first round. And Correa, you just buried your lead, bro. Like. It was just weird. Like, you can't just be that hyped about it. He was, bro. And that's just not winning mentality. I like the Braves also out of the National League. They got Freeman. They got uh, Ronald Acuna. 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 He's dope. I you like You know, him. he was a monster. So they got, they got a squadron over there. They're also in the National League. Um, for once, the National League is pretty stacked, bro. So we'll see what happens there. I think the Yankees make it out, but should be a good little thing. I'm not going to pretend like I'm smarter than I am because that's an Aaron thing. Let's get in your game, bro. Not, that's what I, ha- Aaron, I don't no, mean- no, 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 Aaron. When you're not here, nah, that's what happens. You guys all gave me shit last no. week because I was. I didn't here. mean that's not an Aaron. That's an Aaron thing. I meant Aaron's the baseball head. Uh, that came out very wrong. All right, Daniel. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, what's your juego, home? All right, hey, we last, got a game. First gonna, time in weeks. You guys haven't been playing games? we just been keeping it professional. Oh, there it is. Oh. Dang, that sounds like some Mario stuff right there. All right, so uh, I got a nice little game. It's a multiple choice game. It's a little, you know. Who's playing? Chris and Daniel, you're both playing. Nice. I it's a multiple choice. So, okay, Chris, you good? 
Yep. Uh, nice. It's a multiple choice. So going on right now is the uh, NBA Finals, as we all know, and then all of our favorite, including Chris. I don't care what team you root for. You're a Laker fan now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to claim the Knicks? No, I don't know. No, You're welcome. You're a Laker fan now. <laughs> so I have a little bit of NBA Finals trivia. I want to start off by saying the Lakers are obviously the Finals masters. They've been to the NBA Finals 32 out, I think, 77 or 78 years. Celtics... 21 and, you know, 117 titles. So what I'm going to do is, with my first question. What about the time up, baby? Let's go. The first question, who is third all time on finals appearances? Lakers are one, obviously. Celtics are two. Okay. Who's third? Is it A, the Warriors, B, the Bills, Bulls. I don't know why I said Bills, Bulls. Or C, the Spurs. Chris, you can start it yeah, out. Chris, you do start it out. Um... I want to say the Warriors, but I'm going to go with the Bulls. It's, right. the, it's the Bulls. Absolutely. It's not the Bulls. It's really? the Warriors. Damn. Wow. The Warriors with Wilt Chamberlain went three or four times, and they just went five the last five years combined ten times. I know the Bull, this Bulls. Bulls have only been there six Appearances? Appearances? Appearances. Oh, but but I – my bad. The But Chips overall, the Bulls are third. The Bulls are third, and then Spurs right. are actually second with nine. Bulls are third with six. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So Chris is – also got that wrong, so Daniel got – nobody's got any <laughs> oh, zero points. Okay. Hey, Chris, uh, for next podcast, I want to get a ding for whenever you guys get the questions right, all right? Like okay. a ding. Right now, I just got this buzzer. <laughs> no, oh, dude, click that twice for wrong. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I like it. Something light. All right, second question. Who has the most steals in an NBA Finals game, which is seven? Give me the numbers. Give me is the peeps. A, Scottie Pippen, B, Danny Age, or C, I will said three. Or C, Robert Ori. Daniel, you start this one. Uh, I'll pick Danny Ainge. The old Celtics great. What do you got, Chris? I don't know who any of these guys are, but <laughs> I will follow suit. And All you right. should not have had. Dag <laughs> on it. We suck. Robert Ori. Wow. Had that's... seven steals in the 95 finals with the, Houston, or the Houston Rockets. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? You guys, yeah. I, I thought that was an easy one because, like, why the F would I put Robert Ori in there? Me too. I thought the same. One but of that's th- why. <laughs> so is this, is there anything easy? Like, what are we doing? Okay, come on. What do you want me to do? Throw you softballs? I got a counter g- quick little qu- trivia for both okay, of you guys. Let's hear it. Robert Ori is one of two guys to be uh, on three different teams that won a championship. Do you know the second guy? Uh, I don't have a multiple choice. Sorry, this is off the top of the dome. Nope. He played with Michael Jordan. He played with Kobe, and he played with David Robinson. Tell you that, Michael Jordan, Kobe, and David Robinson. I got. No, no, no. Sorry, Michael Jordan, Kobe, and he played with the Pistons. Is it Dennis Rodman? No, I don't know that. It's John Sally. You don't know John Sally? No, I know who he is, but I had no idea. You would have never guessed that? I would have never guessed that. All right, cool. Well, that's a fun little trivia, right? I guess. Thanks, I met that guy at the Welks. Did you really? He was there, bro. It was nuts. I met Jerry Springer at the Welk, and I also met the chick from Full House, the weird neighbor. I don't remember. Remember the weird neighbor girl? If it's not the twins, I don't know. All right, okay, okay, all right. Okay, yeah, 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 sorry. Uh, Third question. Yes, sir. Who has the most blocks? In one game in NBA Finals history. Yeah. Is it A, Hakeem Olajuwon, B, Tim Duncan, or C, Dwight Howard? 
All right, your Chris turn, has Chris. to go first. Yeah, Chris, come on. Um, Tim Duncan. <laughs> you sound confident. Say it with your chest, Chris. I'll go Dwight. It is Dwight. Oh! In 2009, Dwight Howard had nine blocks against the Lakers in a loss. So Wait. Daniels got one. Wait, most blocks in the finals? Yeah, one game. Damn, that's crazy. Nine. Yeah. He almost one block away from a triple-double. He was, dude, he was just disgusting. People forget, dude, how oh, dominant yeah. he was when he was great. He was a three-time defensive player of the year. Just There's no one that does it, like, like in the last, since he's been there on the Magic, no one's been a big like that, bro. Like, no, no. one. Anyways. So, next. Daniel's got one. Chris ain't got none. We're doing bad. We're combined one and nine right now, or one and eight. All right, this question. No, that's wrong math. Sorry. Who has the most NBA Finals losses, series? Not just games. Like, who has lost the most series? Is it A, Jerry West, B, LeBron James, or C, Wilt Chamberlain? Daniel goes first. I'll go LeBron. Chris? Uh, the second one. LeBron was the second one. You want to yeah. go with that? Yeah, yeah, Bam, bam. <laughs> Dang it. Jerry West lost nine. Damn. He's one and nine in the NBA Finals. Damn. Dude, that's brutal. Yeah, and he lost, he lost all nine of those. He's teams. the logo. He lost all nine of those to the Celtics. And that was You just, know his nickname is Mr. Clutch? Yeah. I don't know, Obviously why, I, not. I don't know why he's got that. <laughs> like, that's crazy. And it wasn't until they got uh, Elgin Baylor and Wilt Chamberlain that he won. He would have got bodied in this today's And they didn't age. even beat. Imagine how he literally lost all nine of those finals to the Celtics, and I think they beat like the Sixers or something for the one title he did get. Mm. What a lack of satisfaction. That sucks. Like that yeah. is so unfulfilling. God. Yeah. That sucks. Way to go, Jerry. You could have given us like five more championships. Okay. Anyways. Final question, which is worth two, and Daniel nice. has to go first. All right, bet. Who has scored the most three-pointers in a final game? Oh, it's over with. I got it. Is it A, Steph? Yeah. B, Kyrie? Yeah. Or C, Clay Thompson? Yeah. Which one is it? Clay. All right, Chris. You can't go with Clay. You got to pick something else. Uh, the first one. Who's the first one? Was Steph. It yeah. was Steph. It was Steph. Damn it. Chris wins. I figured it was. Yeah. Yeah. Steph had nine three-pointers in the 2016 finals against the Cavs. I think game three. Wow. He had nine. That's fire. That's the most in NBA history. I thought Kyrie was going to trick you. Nah. No, no, it didn't. I thought maybe it was Clay. I mean, Clay would have been a reasonable guess, too. But Chris takes this one with... Two at the last question, and Daniel doesn't know anything. Nine threes is gross. That's I don't know crazy. if you guys know any of this, but every single question, Robert Ory, Dwight Howard, Jerry West, and uh, all of them had Lakers on them, except for the last one was Steph. All the other ones were at least one-point Lakers. I should have known. I mean, the Lakers are just, gosh. I'm sorry, Yankees, but the Lakers are the greatest franchise in sports. Like, Excluding Michael Jordan, like the next five best players of all time are absolutely on our team. Yeah, or at least have played for them. You got Wilt, you got Kareem, you, you got, got Magic. Magic, you got LeBron, you got Kobe. You got Shaq. You got Shaq. You got Jerry. I mean, yeah, Jerry, too. Yeah. If you want to throw him in there. But, like, what? It's stupid. That's a disgusting franchise, guys. Yeah. Sorry to be homers again, but, like. But, what? like, and on top of that, they've won finals in, like, in every single decade. The Yankees won, like, 24 of their 27 finals before, or World Series before they let black people play. Facts. I feel like that takes a little bit away from their Same success. with the Celtics. Let's Celtics, go. Ce- oh, no, 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 no. No, uh, the Celtics won one finals in since they had color TV, so I'm taking that away, too. You got to. So, you know? I'm sorry. The Lakers' excellence. We just stay relevant. Stay relevant. Even the last, here we are on top again. 
by and all right, just I want to let you guys know by next week, Weird. Aaron, me, and Daniel will all be back, and the Los Angeles Lakers should be crowned as the 2020 NBA final champions. And I'm oh. gonna let everybody on Twitter. Come on! I can't wait to see what Twitter has to say. This is Travis's first time owning a championship team in his career as a sports fan viewer. Correct? Yeah, because I didn't really like what I didn't really watch basketball till like 2011 or 12, so I didn't really watch. Just in time for us to Lakers. win. I know, right? We this is gonna bad. break the old curse. God, I hope we can with you. And watch, Do- and watch the Dodgers win too, dude. 2020 is my year. God, that'd sorry, be COVID. Nice. Yeah, there it is. All right, friends. Well, appreciate the listen. Go ahead and follow at Copy and Steal if you need some, you know, content creation. Hit him up, man. He he's looking for people to work with right now. He's a freaking talent, man. Like you want him on your side, hundred percent. He's helped us out tremendously. Always gives great ideas, great advice, and he's a super good dude. On top of that, so hit him up, please. Like I don't think anybody has. Probably maybe they have. Chris, have they? Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm working with a lot of close people in my in my bubble right now. But wow, do apparently. follow, Copy yeah, no, Chris, just to keep, yeah, follow him, happening. follow him. He's a busy man, but you know he can squeeze you in there. Worst case scenario, he's got a lot of people he's working with. But man, the studio setup is super dope. Everything is you know top notch, hundred percent. Appreciate the hospitality as and always. Please tell your friends if you have friends that are sports fans, like spread the word, man. Like we're trying to keep growing, and we need your support. Boom, we're on pace to. Make zero dollars in 30 years, too. Let's go. <laughs> now, just play. All right, just guys. All we'll right, see you next, next week time. as champions. All right, later.